Hello and welcome to Ignore the Noise and Move Forward by Anne Emanuel. For years I found myself rereading my life stories and only recently realized how my life experiences and the people I've met along the way changed my life. All of my stories are short, and at the end of every blog story, I give you ideas on how you can begin writing your life stories. Happy Mother's Day. I picked this story especially for Mother's Day. As I often do, I wrote this just after it happened, and this experience has stayed with me for quite some time. Nine years later, and I still have a hard time telling the story. Angels in Concourse C On a trip from Cleveland to Chicago during the late summer of 2011, my flight was delayed. Storms in Chicago and storms in Cleveland are pretty much the norm this time of year. When my flight's delayed, I typically get a lot of work done. So I became engrossed in the project I was working on and ignored everyone and everything around me. I was seated at a very crowded gate. But a couple of gates over was a man and two young little girls who appeared to be around three and a half and 18 months old. They were having a tough morning. I noticed them when I arrived at the gate and tried to figure out if the man was a dad, granddad, or part-time father. Anyhow, I had plenty of work to do, and I'm pretty good at tuning out children. Besides, it's not unusual to see a man traveling with young children, typically taking them back to their mother. So I figured he was a part-time father, and I went on about my business. I could hear the girls fussing, and even as I was working, I could tell he was struggling, but I kept working. It crossed my mind that maybe somebody would or should go over there and help, but that didn't happen. Still, I kept working and tuning out the noise, or so I thought. About 45 minutes later, I looked at my work, and without a thought, I shut the computer down, and out of my mouth came these words, I'm going to go help that man. I'm not sure what others around me were thinking when I said that, but I quickly got up and walked over. I said, can I help you? And he said a little hesitantly, yes, you can. I put my briefcase to the side and sat and talked with the girls for several minutes. The girls were the most adorable, precious little girls you've ever seen. The father told me that the plane that they were on had to land in Cleveland because of bad weather in Chicago. The airline gate agent told him that he'd have time to walk around, so he took the girls to get breakfast, walked around a little bit, and when he came back, the plane was gone. On the plane were diapers, bottles, everything he needed to take care of the girls. And with an 18-month-old, you can imagine the need for diapers. He was using paper towels. He asked me if I would mind watching the girls so that he could go out and look for diapers. When he came back, he looked a little puzzled. I didn't know then why he had that look on his face. But I thought to myself, well, Ann, you're a total stranger. All along, the girls and I were playing as I told them little stories and asked them to sing to me. We played with whatever we had to play with, and when the father came back a second time, after being gone a more extended period of time, the 18-month-old was incredibly content with me. I thought to myself, their contentment is probably because they're happy to have a woman around. When the father returned a third time, after taking the three-and-a-half-year-old to the restroom, and this time leaving the 18-month-old alone with me. He looked at me rather suspiciously and said, What are you, an angel or something? 
I must tell you, I felt like he was trying to look through me. He told me that the baby would have never stayed alone with a stranger. I thought it was strange that he asked if I was an angel, but this is not the first time I've been asked that question. I joke, if I'm an angel, I'm a wild angel. In my life, the Lord has had a lot of patience with me. I didn't know how to answer him, but I said, no, I'm not. And I asked, why do you ask? He said as well as he could without letting the three-and-a-half-year-old daughter hear he was talking about their mother, his wife, who had died four months earlier. I don't think I need to tell you the overwhelming pressure in my chest and swelling in my eyes. He told me that he sold his business and bought a house across the street from the elementary school where he went to school in a small town outside of Chicago. He wanted to raise his children in the same small town and give the children the kind of life he had growing up. How beautiful is that? We were delayed another two hours, and so I sat and we chatted for a while. I helped to amuse the girls. I enjoyed every minute. We exchanged email addresses, but I never got into contact with him. Today I will send him an email. Sometimes it takes me a long time to figure things out. Last night as I was lying in bed, I realized there was an angel in Concourse C. And the angel who persisted and inspired me to go to him and his children must have been his wife. I tell you this story because I always believed angels walk among us. The purpose of my stories is to encourage you to write about your life, and you will be amazed at your personal growth. You know how when you're talking with someone and they're telling you their experience, and while they're telling you their life experience, a thought comes into your mind, you can relate, you have a story to share too. Begin at that point and start writing. Thank you for listening to Anne Emanuel. Ignore the noise and move forward. If you enjoyed my story, check out annemanuel.com. Download the writing tips and or sign up for new stories. Feel free to comment on this podcast. You can also follow or connect on social media. Thank you.